Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening. And welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Friday, Sunday, Friday, Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Weldon. I'm excited about what God's doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. Every week, I say that because it's a fact. There's a lot of stuff going on around us today. And you need to know that God is still in control and he's still in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff that seems to be going on all over the world today. And as you know, it is. A lot of stuff is going on. Some good stuff, some bad stuff. Some, some I think it's a say come see, come song. So there's all kind of stuff going on today. But today, we can praise God for bringing us to another day, another week, another moment, another hour of victory in Jesus. Amen. You know, while I was getting ready for service tonight, a song came to my mind. The Lord has brought us a mighty long way. He's kept us by his goodness, and he saved us by his grace. Not our grace, because we, we ain't got no grace. We ain't done nothing. We ain't done nothing yet. We ain't done nothing big, and we ain't, we ain't done nothing dramatic. So it's not like uh, uh, we did something big, but the Lord, God Almighty, has been working in our behalf. And I am excited about that. That song goes a little like this, because <clears throat> I hear it. The Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. The Lord has brought me from a mighty long way. He's kept me by his goodness. <clears throat> He's kept me by his goodness. <laughs> and he saved me by his grace. The Lord has brought me. From a mighty long way. It's true. The song, the words of the song, the Lord brought me from a mighty long way. He's kept me by his goodness. He kept me by his grace. Amen. The Lord has been good to me. I know all these crazy people uh, are coming in the chat with all this crazy nonsense. And that's your business. I ain't paying you no mind. Anyway, <clears throat> bow your heads and let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for another day. I thank you for your mercies. I thank you for your kindness. I thank you for the wonderful works to the children of men that's under the sound of my voice. Oh, Lord God, I ask that you save, deliver, and make free. Church every liberal soul that's listening to this television broadcast while watching it or through the podcast, post to YouTube, Twitter, however they may be receiving this word today. But, oh, God, stir their hearts up to seek after you and obey your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bible. I always preach from the King James Version Bible. It's the least watered down version Bible because most version Bibles today are trashed and watered down. They keep watering them down, taking scriptures out of them to suit that. But the word of God does not change because the word of God is truly already settled in heaven. And it's not a thing that none of us could do about it. That is being settled in heaven. So it's too bad. Get your Bibles and go with me. Briefly, we want to run back by Jeremiah 16 and 16 real quick. We were trying to do it last week. 
Jeremiah 16 and 16, 16 is, excuse me, 6 and 16. I'm saying 616. It's 6 and 16. Jeremiah 6 and 16 says, Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the way and see and ask for the old path. For where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. Let's go over that again. Don't say the Lord, stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the whole path, wherein is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. If I were to continue on the message that was before the Lord took over the message last week, because he wanted that message to come out about the rain is coming. This is part four of OPAPS. You have to look on YouTube or uh, 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 Twitter to get the messages from when uh, uh, those other three messages were the week, three weeks before last week. All right, so now uh, look at that verse. It says, Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the way and see, and ask for the old path. Where is the good way and walk therein, and you shall find rest unto yourself. <laughs> There's something about the old path that we have that we could really enjoy God and receive all that God has for us. And it's something, it is something about that where God wants us to dwell down the old path. God wants us to get back on the old path of righteousness. We moved away so far from the old path that we don't know which way we're going. We're going anyway. We're going in the way of trying to find the blessings. We're going in the way to feel good. We're going into, uh, I'll move that light over a little. We're going into, move it over this way a little. Thank you. That's not a battle. I don't know what this is. I still have the right power. Okay, but however, we're going in all these different directions. And we're not on the old path of righteousness. But we're on a path. But we're not on a path where God would be glorified by what we're doing and what we're saying and how we live and how we talk and how we act. He's saying here in this verse in uh, Jeremiah. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for all paths. This is something we have to do. We have to ask for all paths. You have to ask for all paths that leads to eternal life. That leads down the highway of holiness. You got to be the one to ask for it. Not look at everybody else that, but you got to ask for it. The church is nothing but a social club today. You're not good enough to come in today. House of worship, you don't dress proper enough. Well, you don't come into the house and get saved. They don't want you to come in there. If you're black, you know, you're a, 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 a Puerto Rican person, they don't want you. If it's an old Caucasian church, they don't want you. 
niggas are all black cursed. They don't want you if you Caucasian. Because you don't look like them. Those Spanish church, they're making sure they speak Spanish so you don't understand them. There's an old path that everybody's required to go on. And that old path included all the people of God. Not some. They got it all twisted up. Racial suppression. That's caused people to lose out with God. They went along with racial suppression and found that they went to hell over it. And they couldn't get out of hell. Parents taught their children to be racist. Hey, black people. Hey, Spanish people. Hey, anybody who look like you. You're better than them. And so they lived that life. Hear me out. And they lived that life because that's what their parents told them. But they never took time to search about out if it was true. And they lived their life and they taught their children the same garbage. And then when they died, oh, they went to church. They went to church, they went to seminary, oh, they did all this religious stuff. They were Catholics, some, oh, and evangelicals, oh, they did all that. And then when they died, the path that they lived was void. It wasn't a path that leads to eternal redemption. But it leads to a path of eternal damnation. Oh, y'all ain't hear me today. The path of righteousness is not racist. Oh, y'all hear me. The path of righteousness is not about hate. Hate and sin, yeah. But they didn't want to go to all paths of righteousness. They wanted to go to the path that made them feel comfortable. That's us today. We have what they call um, the woke state. You got to do everything to make everybody feel comfortable. So if people are good, gay or homosexual, there's a good thing to and so forth by telling me, that's telling me whatever nonsense they're doing. You got to accept that. They will quicker accept all that mess. Then they'll accept that racism is wrong. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. They're trying to be the woke state. Everybody's woke about what's going on. Everybody's included. But they won't be woke against racism. Because it's a demon spirit, just like all this other mess that they're doing. The scriptures says here in this verse. Up, say of the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old path. And see, and ask for the old path, where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest to your soul. That's why some of these people got no rest. They can't rest because they're always doing dirt. Huh? They can't rest because they do so much dirt. They can't rest at all. Ain't no rest in them. There is no rest in them. They can't rest. They can't relax. A nervous wreck. 
and they want to make everybody around them ner a nervous wreck because they're a nervous wreck. Got to watch people. You have to watch people. You have to watch people like a hawk today. People change worse than the weather. But the thing here is, listen to this. They were told to seek out the old path, but they said we don't want to go that way. That's not here. That's not what's happening. I want to be up to today. You could be up to today and live right. You could live right in this very present day. Stop lying to yourself. Stop buying into the devil's lie. Righteousness, right living, exalts a nation, any nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. You got to understand that God does not change. God is still holy. He'll still be holy. I don't care what any of these preachers talk about wealth and success. There's nothing wrong with having wealth and success. It's something wrong when you idolize and when you worship and you don't live for God. And you know what? They, they, they try to get this thing about this wealth. If you read the Bible, it tells you that you will find good success. If you took time and read the Bible for yourself, you're going to find that God said he wants you to have good success. Oh, yes, he did. God isn't against success because he wants you to have, number one, a successful relationship with him. That's the first thing God wants you to do. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And then he said, all the other things will be added unto you. So God wants you to be successful. But he wants you to be successful in your relationship with him. That's why he said in all thy ways, acknowledge him, Proverbs 3 and 6. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he'll direct your path. But we got to be willing. We gotta be willing. The Bible says you gotta be willing and obedient and all that. He's the good of the land. Did you hear what I said? Listen to this verse. I'm gonna read it to you. Proverbs 4 and 18 said, But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more until the perfect day. Huh? Did you hear what I said? I'll read it again. But the path of the just is that a shining light that shineth more and more until the perfect day of redemption. Did you hear that? I just showed you in Jeremiah 6 16 that God wanted us to seek out the whole path. Oh, we say it said they didn't want to do it. But yet here in Proverbs 4 and 18 is telling us, but the path of the just, this is the thing. The path of those that live right, the path of those that walk with God, they're shining light. That path of the shining light, they shine brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Of redemption. Oh, paths. 
The path of a world, I will admit, is big. It's huge. Now, I want you to take a minute and think about this. A highway. My wife trashed me last night driving down the highway because I was driving slow. I didn't feel like driving fast. I don't like the highway. Area. That's another part of the deal. I just was driving slow. We go. We got home in less than an hour. What's the movie? But this is that it's about this time. Cars were flying by me. They were flying by because I was going too slow for them. They were flying. When I was going out last night, yesterday, it was raining. People were still flying down the road. In the rain. Now flying down the road in the rain. If they slipped, they would have hit themselves, hit something to hurt themselves. And then they'd be looking for long gone. Why are you calling him? He ain't going to be speaking in the rain. Why are you calling him? He said, why call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things that I say do? He said, live right, live holy, be saved. He said, find the old path. I didn't say the old path was driving slow. I just didn't feel like driving fast. The path of the righteous. It has a shining light. You know why it shines? It has a shining light. Because the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. And he also said, Search the scriptures. For ending, you think you'll have eternal life. Many people testify that they had it. But when they got the word of God, they found out they needed to correct things. That's why it said, The righteous. The path, but the path of the righteous is as a shining light that shines more and more as you correct your living, you correct your actions, and you begin to connect with God, and you begin to get in tune with God. As you begin to get in tune with God, your light begins to shine. The Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your Father within heaven. But you've got to go down the whole path of righteousness for that. you got to go down the path of God's word. The Bible says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. It'll stand forever. Oh, it's nice to sing all these songs, these gospel songs and all this stuff. It's not real nice, some of them. But some of them have nothing to do with God. Some of them have to do with glorifying your flesh. You know the song, I'm climbing up, climbing up Jesus. On the rough side. I'm doing it my best. To make it, come on, y'all, sit on me. I'm climbing up, climbing up, Jesus. <laughs> on the rough side of the mountain, I'm doing it my best. Come on, to make it, and there's nowhere in the Bible, nowhere in God's way, it's on you to climb up the rough side of no mountain. 
It told you to speak to the mountain. And if you have the faith, it'll be cast into the sea. If you have the faith of a grain of a musket, it'll be cast into the sea. If you believe it, don't doubt in your heart. A lot of these so-called gospel songs are not putting you on their own path. They're putting you on the path of flesh. They're putting you on the path of earthly stuff. Most of these gospel songs today is nothing but a beat and no glorification of God. The Bible tells us the devil was an angel of light and even music. Gotta know who's playing your music. You gotta know who's pushing that music you're listening to. That's why I tell everybody, everybody that's singing gospel is not gospel because I heard a, a secular music star play. The reason why she sung gospel, she sings gospel music. The only reason she sings gospel music is because nobody followed and get involved in the gospel singers' personal business like they do the secular singers' gospel, uh, 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 personal life. I was shocked, but she was right. The world don't care about the gospel music singers. They don't really care about them unless they do a crossover coming to the world. So she's right. So she started singing a lot of gospel songs and gospel music and getting involved in a lot of gospel. She wasn't thinking about God. She wasn't thinking about saving faith. She wasn't thinking about the whole past. She was thinking about just not getting nobody in her business. Everybody don't know God. That sings gospel. Everybody that preached the gospel don't know God. There's something to think about. Let's move on real quick. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 58, verse 12. Isaiah chapter 58. Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 12 says, Listen to this. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 12 says, And they that shall be of thee shall build all waste places, and they thou shalt rise up the foundation of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of path the dwelling. Let me read it again. And they shall they, they and they that shall be of thee shall be build all waste places, all waste places. And thou shalt rise up the foundation of many generations, and thou shalt be called up a repairer of the breach, the restorer of path to dwelling. That's who God wants us to be. That's who the Lord God Almighty wants us to be. But we got to get on our own path in order to obtain that. We got to get on the whole path of God through his word to be able to become a restorer of path for people to dwell in. You see, rule in this world after a lot of traveling on fall apart. Through snow and weather, the roads sometimes have to be repaired. 
Now, one of the things I learned about the roads, I can speak where I live, is that when they're putting down the, um, uh, 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 I, forgot, I don't know. Asphalt. Asphalt. What's the road stuff they put down? Asphalt. Asphalt, right. When they put that stuff down, it has a horrible, disgusting smell. And I constantly comment, how in the world do these men breathe this stuff every day? Asphalt. 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 But the whole thing is, it stinks. Do you hear what I said? It smells horrible. You can smell it blocks away when they don't, and it smells horrible. But you want to know something about it? When they put it down, and they run that 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 that, that uh, roller truck over it, it smooths it out. It makes the road nice and smooth, the path become nice and smooth to go down. Did you hear what I just said? And that's how we're supposed to be. I just say stink now. How we're supposed to be able to be repairing of the path for people to walk down so they can get the King's Highway. Everybody's not going down King's Highway. But you can be a restorer of the path for people to dwell on. You can be one of the people that help people restore the path that they are on. In the coming weeks, you'll hear me talking about this. And that thing is, we're going to have a very special week of prayer. We're going to be praying from uh, uh, I think it's uh, December 31st until January 4th. That's December 31st to January 4th each night at 7, at 7, 7.15. We'll be praying for an hour. We'll be lifting up the name of God. We'll be lifting up different issues and different people that need prayer. I need you to join along with me for that time. That I think it's five days that we will be praying at 7 7.15 every night for an hour to 8.15. Oh, you start at 7, you used to pray to 8 o'clock. We will be doing that from December 31st to January 1st, 2023. We're praying that God would move. We're praying to lift up people. And we want to spend some time during that, that time of prayer to worship and bless the name of God. God gave me that back in, uh, I think, it was October. And that to do it in that time. So it's from December 31st to January We'll be praying from either 7 o'clock or 7.15 to 8 o'clock or 8.15 p.m. each night. And when you take some time to read your Bible, join me in that time of prayer and let us pray towards heaven and that God would move in the behalf of his people into 2023. Now, December 31st is New Year's night. So you got time to pray. Don't make no worthless New Year's resolutions this year. The next year, just spend time with God. Just build your relationship more so you can become a repair of the breach and pass for people to dwell on. That people be able to dwell in the midst of God and in righteousness. Put it on your crown so when you go into glory, you'll have received more. Now let's move on. I'll be reminding you again next week about that. Okay, so the scripture says, 
And then what shall be of thee shall build waste places, or waste places, and thou shalt raise up many, the foundation of many generations, and that shall be called the repair of the breach, the restorer of pastors. Well, then let me pray for y'all for the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every liberal soul watching this television broadcast right now. Meet the needs in our lives. Break every yoke, save, deliver, and make free. We thank you for saving. We thank you for delivering and healing. You can write to us today, the regular mail, if you choose, the P.O. Box uh, 535. That's a tabernacle delivery P.O. Box 535. West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. That's the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated PO Box 535. West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. You can send your prayer request, testimony, love offering. Let us know how you're doing today. Or you can uh, visit our website, the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated. Uh, uh, the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated.org. Uh, That's the uh, Tabernacle Deliverance INC.org. And you can click on our prayer request, our, our testimony, and I'll become a partner. Now, but listen, become a part of that prayer from the 31st to the 4th of January, and let God bless your life during that time. Let's move on with the word of God. Let's move on now to Psalms 16 and 11. Psalms 16 and 11. We got to serve God every day, not some days, not days that make us feel good. But we got to serve the Lord. We're going to have this every day. Okay, Psalms 16 and 11. Listen to what it says. Thou wilt show me the paths of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. And at thy right hand is pleasures forevermore. Let's read that again. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. And at thy right hand. There's pleasures forevermore. Where are we in God? I said, where are we in God? You got to understand something. You got to know where you are in God. It said, thou will show me the paths of life. God wants to show us the paths of life. We got to get on his path. And stay there and don't move. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got me today. You got to get on the path of God and stay there and don't move. Everybody else may be moving, but you got to get on the path of God and stay there and don't move. This is what the truth is trying to get us to see. This is what God Almighty is trying to get us to see. And thou will show me the path of life. That's what we need. We need to be shown the path of life. Y'all hear me? We need to be shown the path of life. How to live. You know what? People spend big money for people to show them this and to show them that and to show them this and to show them that. And what to say to people and how to act around people. They spend big money to do that. When the scripture says, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. Everybody wants to be joyful. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to have a good time. Be full of excitement and thrill. 
People go on these uh, 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 roller coasters for a thrill. A man meets a, a young lady and he's all full of joy and excitement. Somebody get a new raise. They're all excitement with joy. They get a new home, a new car. They're excitement with joy. But God said that my presence is always joy. God's joy down his path is not temporary. It's all the time. Many people have been sick and afflicted and they went through their affliction joyfully and came out on The Bible says, many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord brought them out of them all. Did you hear what I said? The Lord brought them out of them all. That's something to think about. That God is able. Oh, y'all don't hear me. God is able to bring you out. To bring you over, to bring you through, so you could get on a path of righteousness. For his namesake. That where he be glorified. Now let's look at the scripture one more time. Psalm 16 and 11. Thou will show me the paths of life. The path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. And at thy right hand is pleasures forevermore. Now, you know what? There's a scripture that says, No good thing with he would hold from them that walk uprightly before him. Then in another scripture says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither had answered the hearts of men the thing that God prepared for them that love him. Oh, my goodness. I love that. I love that. See, you see, I take this stuff personal. Whether I got aches or pain in my body, I take it, I take to a fact that God said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of all. And he said, no good thing will he will withhold from them that walk uprightly before me. We got to clean up our life and get on the path of righteousness. So we can receive his pleasures forevermore. And here's the thing about that, beloved. You don't know what those pleasures are. That's one of the best things about this. You don't know what the pleasures of the Lord are. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. You know, when I put my car in the shop for service, I have a, a, a VIP, which I didn't know we had. We have a VIP service. That whenever we put our car in the shop, we could get a loan up. You don't have to pay anything. That's a blessing in itself. However, when we pick up to go to get the loan, we never know what we're going to get. We may get a brand new this car. We may get a Lincoln Town car. We may get a Volvo. We may... We're going to get a nice vehicle, but we don't know what it's going to be. Now look at that verse. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy. And at thy right hand is pleasures forevermore. We got brand new vehicles alone. They own us brand new vehicles. 
2022, whatever the year is, we get. It's interesting. And then again, the video goes fumbling around. One time, me and my wife got one of the loanies that we got. We both were trying to figure out. We look like two old retirees that don't know how to put something on you. We were trying to figure out how to get this car with all this technology running. And it, it was it was so funny. It was already running. <laughs> It took us a little time. We thought they a little while trying to pump the around. But we finally got it. And once you put your address, let's take it out. And then it got all this technology. And what the one I got now was pulling you, pulling you to the left. What you think you did? The car thinks you're going on, you going to the right. It's funny. But good pleasures forevermore that God has for you. Now I want to say that everybody don't get that. Everybody that's bringing their cars or service don't get a loan Is that something everybody don't get a loan Are they going to have to pay? Or they have to rent a car elsewhere when they go going to shop? So there's many blessings, pleasures forevermore the Lord has for you. God may bless you with something else. You don't have to be the same thing you must be. I tell people all the time. God don't bless everybody with the same thing. All these preachers running around. God is going to do the same exact thing he did to Jill for you. No, he ain't. That's not supported in the Bible, really. The Bible said no good thing with he was hope for them that walk around him. He didn't say no good thing with all with hope from Jill that from, from that Jack died. I'm going to give him the same thing that Jack died. Ain't no way in the Bible says that. He's a provider and a way maker for you. That's why salvation is a personal walk. It's not based off nobody else, and I'm so glad. All for laugh to myself about that. Because you got many preachers today, they big time and got big bucks and don't live a thing. But when they stand before God, they're going to find out that they wasn't doing nothing but wasting their own time. Wealth is wonderful. It's good to have wealth. You can do a lot of stuff with wealth. The Bible said money is a defense. So now money's not bad. I know for some preachers teach, some Pentecostal preachers teach that money is evil. It's not. Not. It's the lover of money and what you do with money. Money is just a something. You could tear it up. Just money. <clears throat> you could cut up your credit cards. It's just credit. It's just credit. It just go on your credit report that you didn't pay the bill off. That's all. But the thing here is that you need to understand that um you you need you need to understand that God doesn't change. We change. He's always gonna be God. He's always gonna be God by himself, but he has pleasures forevermore for us. He has blessed forevermore. He has so much to give us, so much to bless us with. But most times we don't get it. Because we're too busy focused on what the world has and what so and so has. Everybody wants to be a millionaire. So, when you get a million dollars, what are you going to do with it? I seen a movie about that years and years ago with uh, I think Cary Grant or one of them guys. No, it wasn't Cary Grant, it was the other guy. Um, it was the guy that played in The Wonderful Life. What was his name? 
No, 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 that's it. Show it. That's it. Jimmy Show it. He's the one that played in this movie. And in this movie, even the poor man trying to get an apple. Old movie. The one man was joking, a rich Superman, a rich, rich man was saying, uh, watch what I do. So instead of giving him an apple, he said, here, he wrote out a check for $1 million to him. Now he said, so he said, how am I supposed to spend this? What am I going to do? I need an apple. He said, take this check. That's back, that's back in the 40s, not now. He said, take this check, and wherever you go, just show for the, just show him the check, but don't cash it. So he went to a restaurant, sat down, and ate. And they said, how you going to pay? He said, here's the check. They knew who the man's signature was. They already knew who this man was. And so they had to get the manager to say, well, uh, 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 we can't cash this check. He said, why not? It's a million-dollar check. He said, but I want to pay for my food. He said, don't worry about it. Let's eat your food. So he ate his food. Then he went to the store to buy some clothes. So he got some clean clothes and took a bath and all that. So he went to pay and gave them the check. They said, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a million dollar check. We don't care that kind of money here. He said, well, how am I going to pay? They said, that's okay. That's okay. You can pay us later when you cast the check. And he hold on to the check and went all over the place with this check. As long as he didn't cast that check, he had $1 million. And every store he went to, nobody had that kind of money back then in that state to cash that check. And a lot of stores don't carry that kind of cash today to cast the check. I worked in retail, so I know a lot of stores don't have that kind of cash, and they don't do that anyway. Good pleasures forevermore that the Lord had. As long as that man, that bum, had that check, he was covered. Finally, he decided to go into a bank to open an account, and they looked at him like he was crazy because he had a million dollars check. They know who the man is that wrote the check. And they, were, <coughs> they treated him so nice. And he had that check. But since he had the check, he was receiving benefits and pleasure. more as long as he had that check. He was a rich man. Let's say I buy, uh, let's say Bitcoin was at uh, five cents coin. And let's say one day I decide to buy $500 of it at five cents a coin. Two years later, it's at 25, well, it's at uh, $16, I think it's a $16,000 coin now. And let's just say it jumped to that. Now I bought it at five cents a coin with $500. Everybody would be my friend. Okay? Everybody would be my friend because I have thousands and thousands of coins with untold amounts of money. And everybody would be my friend as long as I don't cash them out. 
I could go in and say, well, I got such and such, and boom, I'm going to get what I ask for because I got those coats. So when you receive flashes from God, because his pleasures are forevermore when you get on a path of righteousness, his pleasures will always flow on you. People wonder why some people are so blessed. And I'm not just talking about money blessings. People learn the blessed. They're blessed with peace. They're blessed with good health. Some of them are receiving pledges forevermore in their lives, but they walk with God. I'd rather walk with God and not be a millionaire and be a millionaire without God. My wife said she'd rather have the health than the million. You know what? You know why she said that? Because you can have the million and have no health. Your million is worthless. Did you know what I just said? You can have millions and billions of dollars and have no help. Your money is worthless because sometimes that money can't heal you. It can't solve your health condition. No, I'd rather have help than millions. Let's move on. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 11. <clears throat> Listen to this verse. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right path. Let me read it again. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom, and I have led thee in right path. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. That's God's people. That's when you obey God, God is going to lead you in the way of wisdom to how to get things done right. When God leads you in the path of righteousness, when God leads you with wisdom, the Bible says wisdom is a principal thing. It's the leading and commanded thing. The Bible didn't say that he gave every man wisdom. He said he gave every, every man a measure of faith. He didn't say he gave every man wisdom. The Bible said if any man lacked wisdom, let's ask, ask the father of life for a bride of night. He's going to give you it. You are. Gave me, he'll give you. Oh, I'm not referring to that saying, what he do for you, you do for others. No, you have to ask for wisdom because we all going to get a different measure of wisdom. We all going to be dealt with different ways. Everybody's in the, they're not in the same place. Mentally, spiritually, or physically. So your wisdom is going to be different. Maybe greater than mine. So let's look at that verse again. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right path. That's really important to understand about God, beloved. God did not lead you to the bar. God don't lead you to the whole house. Yeah. God don't lead you to hook up with no bank robbers. Yeah. God don't lead you to steal from nobody. Yeah. God don't lead you to for a document. 
I remember some years ago when I had my business at my brother-in-law's shop. One day, I was talking to my brother-in-law in his shop. One of his friends went into my, my shop, went into my coat pocket, and took my car keys, and took my car, and drove off. I'm serious, just like that. He actually went into my office, went to my jacket pocket, took my car keys, got in my car and drove off. And I came back, went to the office, and somebody you know, had to go outside. I went outside. I'm looking for my car. My car going. I'm scratching my head. Where the hell am I going? I go looking for my, my pocket. My car keys going. I'm scratching my head. Where's my car? Where's my keys? So I go to my brother and I said, my car is going. Somebody stole my car. Listen to this. The young man assumed that I said it was all right to take my car. We never had no conversation, but because he was my brother-in-law's friend, he assumed my brother-in-law said that it was okay for him to take my car. Well, he took my car, or maybe even worse, he parked it on his block and the kid knocked out the back window playing baseball. No, I wasn't shouting glory, glory, hallelujah. He broke out my back window. I told him, I, when I found out he had he who took the car, when we got over there, I told him, I'll tell you right now, you've got one thing to do. Oh, I'm going to have you arrested. I said, this is what you're going to do. You're going to pay for that back window. You're going to make sure they pay, that window was paid for and my car was corrected. That I'm going to have you arrested for stealing my car because he stole my car. I, I, we ain't never had a conversation. God will not lead you down a path to take somebody's car. It's not yours. God leads you down a path of righteousness, mean right living, right thinking, right doing. Y'all need to wake up. God leads us down a path of righteousness for his thing because he knows some of us are a bunch of dummies. Look at the man. Proverbs 11, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. Wisdom would have you doing nothing foolish like that. Because you're talking jail time. Wisdom will never have you do that. If he got hurt in that car, it would have been on him. My insurance would have went up, blah, blah, blah. But he would have been covered under insurance. And I would have had to say it was stolen. So it would have been worse off. If he didn't die in the car, he was going to jail if he got better. <laughs> because I showed what they're going to claim that I gave him the car when I didn't. He took the car without my authority. I had no idea he had the car. The car was long gone. People, people do things assuming that everything's okay. You cannot assume. You need to get the facts. But what God is really saying, you need to get the fact of what God's word has to say about today, about you and how you live, how you treat people. Let's move on. Let's go to Psalms 
Psalm, uh, Proverbs. Let's go back to Proverbs 3 and 6. Proverbs 3 and 6. I told you this scripture before, but I want you to look at this scripture. In all thy way, acknowledge him. Did you hear what this scripture says? In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he'll do what? He'll direct your path. In all your talking, in all your buying, in all your excelling, in all your hanging out, acknowledge God. Get on the path of righteousness. Find the old path and dwell there. Don't be like the Jews. They don't want to dwell. The children of Israel didn't want to dwell on the path of righteousness. They wanted to do what the world do. Churches today want to do what the world do. The Bible said in all thy ways, acknowledge him. Acknowledge God. And knowledge God in what you're doing and what you're saying, how you live it. You can't be shacking up with nobody. You can't be committing fornication, having sex before marriage, talking about you on the path of righteousness. I know they trans homosexual uh, homosexuality big time, but if you read your Bible by Revelation 21 and 8, fornication, sex before marriage, people are going into the lake of fire as well. Sodom and Gomorrah was caught up with fornication as well. The strange flesh, sleeping with animals and all kind of perverse things. You got to acknowledge God each day. When I get my car, I'm acknowledging God. The other day I was driving, a man decided to drive down the wrong side because he wanted to get around the cars in front of him. Nearly running into me. Because he wanted even in one of those trucks. And he wanted to get around the traffic. But there's only two lanes. He was coming down anyway. I, I, I pulled over, man. I ain't going to let the man smash me up. He can have the road. Sooner or later, he's going to hit something. But you got to acknowledge God. The reason why God wants you to acknowledge him. So he could direct your path. He can direct the route that you're taking to make sure it's safe for you. A lot of people don't understand that. God has the route that he wants you to take. But he wants you to be safe. He wants you to arrive in one piece. People get all bent out of shape because everything don't go the way they want. Like yesterday. I was supposed to be where I was going at 1230. Um, we didn't meet the people until 4 o'clock because they were taking care of some other stuff. I was supposed to leave there before so I could go somewhere else at 730. I didn't leave their house at 930. <laughs> it's not always going to go the way you want, but it's going to go. That's why you got to acknowledge God and what you do. Before you do it, don't talk about you don't halfway through it, and you're going to acknowledge God. Acknowledge God first. It says in all your ways, acknowledge God. That's why so many young women marry men they shouldn't have. Men have married women they shouldn't have. Women have married men that they shouldn't have. 
hooked up with people they shouldn't have hooked up with and got babies, all kinds of stuff. Young brothers wind up in homosexuality. would have never been. They got hooked up with the wrong people. Got messed up. People wind up on drugs, strung out for life. I never forget hearing the story of the rapper. He said his mentor is the one that got him hooked on crack. Let me put it in his, 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 his reefer joint. Messed his head up and even strung out on crack every second. That's terrible. Can't trust me. Can't trust people. You got to trust in the Lord. The Bible said, put not your trust in the arm of the flesh, but the arm of the flesh, which in man will fail you. And sometimes they do it deliberately. They will deliberately fail you. Just something to think about. Bringing this message to the close. Old path, part four. The path that we should dwell on. The path that we should walk on. The old path that leads to King's Highway. And that highway will be called holiness. But we got to work our way there. We got to work our way there. Not guessing, not hoping, acknowledging God in all our ways and waiting for him to direct our path. Don't assume. Because so many people be crying, oh God, why did this happen? You didn't acknowledge and you didn't wait. You acknowledged or you didn't wait. Old path. And you should dwell in. And you should dwell on. Old path is the route that you should take. Old path is the path that you should be directing other people to. That they will walk with God, just like you. That they will learn who God is, just like you. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, made it possible for you to dwell on old paths. The Bible said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will not pass away. That's what I like about God. He's not like us. We're made in his ears, but we're not like him, and he's not like us. He's much higher and much smarter and much better and definitely more richer than the richest man on the earth. In all your ways, you need to acknowledge God so he could direct your path daily. Every day, God can direct your path. Remember, folks, December 31st to January 1st, we will be praying from 7 or 7.15 to 8 or 8.15 p.m. nightly. We'll be praising and worship God. We'll be calling on God to move in the behalf of other people, not just ourselves. If there's anybody here that don't know the Lord is your personal Savior, now is the time to give your life to the Lord. Now is that moment for you to get on the path of righteousness once and for all. Stay there. Bow your heads with me and repeat us in a simple finished prayer right now. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and my life. Save me right now. Be my Lord and my personal Savior. I thank you for dying and rising on the third day 
that I might have eternal life. I thank you for saving me right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, beloved. You can visit our website, the Tabernacle of Deliverance, inc.org, and you can uh, click on become a prayer partner. Uh, 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 you can become a prayer partner. Excuse me. You can become a, a partner, or you can leave a prayer request or a testimony of what God is doing in your life today. You go also write to us directly at the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated, P.O. Box 535, West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. That's the Tabernacle of Deliverance Incorporated, P.O. Box 535, West Haverstraw, New York, 10993. Let us know how you're doing. Send your prayer request. Send your testimony. Let us know what God is doing in your life. You can send a love offering. No cash, please. Check a money order. Uh, but until next Sunday. On Wednesday night for Bible study, be encouraged and stay on the path of righteousness for the sake of the Lord. God bless.